Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Great Lakes Weather Podcast. I am Ben Richmond, here to talk about an upcoming ice storm that we have coming Wednesday into Thursday, and it looks to be rather significant across parts of lower Michigan and then parts of northern Indiana and northern Ohio are included in this as well. We're just going to dive into some of the models to see exactly what they might be saying about this particular ice storm event. So what we're going to be seeing over the next couple of days is the movement of a very warm air mass from the parts of the Mississippi Valley to Dixie Alley farther north, and that's going to create kind of a gradient between warm air and cooler air that will enable some of those um, freezing rain events to occur over the course of Wednesday night into Thursday. So we're going to look at that real quick, analyzing the GFS and the Euro models. I'm going to kind of describe to you what's going on with these models on the map since you can't really see it on this audio. But what is expected to occur is um, the, that air mass is going to begin to move north from the south, and then that there's going to be a low pressure system, a Colorado low actually, it's going to be developing um, across portions of that region, and there's going to be some starting up of snow across parts of southern Minnesota, um, out areas out west. They're actually expecting up to two feet of snow in some of those areas, a rather significant amount of snow with this long duration event as those competing air masses kind of collide and that moisture from that warm air mass will fall over much of that region, including parts of the Great Lakes region. So we're going to take a look at that real quick. That Colorado low is going to begin to progress eastward on Wednesday morning, and it's going to begin to draw from Gulf moisture to the south, and it's going to kind of create some severe weather activity even across parts of Arkansas and Missouri. And then the remembrance of that moisture is going to actually impact parts of northern Indiana, um, southern Michigan, northern Ohio, and then that those thunderstorms will also move into parts of southern Indiana as well. It doesn't really look like there's going to be a huge severe weather threat with that in southern Ohio. The real concern with this is going to be the freezing rain. Um, I'm going to take a sounding from southern Michigan at this current moment. This is the current time at this moment is about 7 p.m. on Wednesday, and it does show that there's going to be some warm air. Um, aloft, which is going to be close to around 40, mid-40s, around 50 degrees, and then at the surface you're going to have freezing temperatures around 30 degrees. Now that change in temperatures is going to allow any um, snow that forms within that dendritic growth zone to um, melt, and then it's going to continue to fall um, as it reaches that cooler air mass at the surface. Once that happens, those raindrops will super cool, and then they'll be, be able to freeze on surfaces. The temperature in the area is really going to determine how much ice we get. It's a very sensitive situation depending on the placement of that warm front. If it goes in even a few, maybe a few 10, 20, 30 miles north, that'll be a significant influence on the ice accumulation potential across a particular region. But it does look like the ice is going to form anywhere from Fort Wayne, um, Indiana, and then a line northward up towards Grand Rapids, according to what some of the models are currently putting out. The GFS is definitely putting out the higher end um, ice potential with this particular event, um, showing a few tenths of ice to maybe even up to an inch of ice. I do think that's an overestimate um, for this region. I think it's going to maintain probably around um, two tenths to half an inch of ice across parts of southern Michigan, northern Indiana. And really it has a lot to do also with the heaviness of the rainfall that comes through. That freezing rain that falls could um, potentially be too heavy to enable freezing to even occur on roadways um, with the excess runoff that could occur as the rain falls. Um, it is going to be heavy rain. There's going to be quite a bit of heavy rain with this. Some miles even putting out potential for an inch and a half of rainfall. And combine that with the freezing rain potential, you could see quite a bit of ice, but it does depend on how much runoff that we see. I wouldn't be surprised still to see a lot of ice accumulation on trees, um, bridges, overpasses, places where that cool air can kind of get underneath it. The ground areas, such as the roads, could could be a different story 
with this setup. So that's going to move through, and I think this, despite the fact there's going to be a lot of ice accumulation potential, it may not last too long because the warm air mass will surge farther north behind this, warm temperatures up even into the upper 40s and low 50s, and when that happens, you could, you'll likely see a lot of that melting occur um, off of the trees, off the power lines, but the winds will still be there, and I do think the winds will still have impacts. I do expect there to be quite a few power outages from this event, and it could last maybe a couple days given the potential for the amount of ice that we could see. So it is going to be um, a very decent ice storm, one that um, hasn't happened in quite a long time. Um, I, it won't be anywhere near record-breaking, though, because the, I know in history the strongest ice storm that we have ever seen put four to six inches of ice across parts of Michigan. So it's definitely nothing near the record books, but it is going to be one that might be remembered if the, um, if the models tend to hold together the way that they are, which they have been relatively consistent since for about five days before this event. So very significant amount of rain that could freeze on roadways. There is a lot of vertical lift in the atmosphere, which will enable that, that moisture to be drawn up into the clouds and enable a lot more heavy rain to occur with this particular event. So that's gonna move through the area and then there could be some lake effect snow also on the backside as well. So we'll have to see how that turns out in particular as well. So Euro model, if you look at the Euro model, it does, it does show a bit of um, similarities with this particular event. You zoom in on the, um, you zoom in on the Euro model here and you do see the heavy rainfall potential still continuing across the area. And then you also have um, the dendritic growth zone from 17,000 to 20,000 meters. And then still those eastern winds and those southwesterlies aloft that will kind of enable that change in the upper levels from cool air to warm air. And then you have that freezing rain potential in ex existence as well. And then the temperatures, again, showing them on the models, it does show that once this moves through, you will have warm air moving up into the into southern Michigan Thursday afternoon, which temperatures could reach the 60s in some spots. So that's going to be actually quite surprising given the fact that we're going to have freezing rain right before that. It's a, it's a um, collision of two very much competing air masses, um, warm air and cool air, and that abrupt change will melt the ice very quickly, which means the impacts from this will be relatively reduced based on that. So that's good news for um, people who will need to be traveling during this time and people who will need electricity to function for this event. But looking at the NWS blend of models, I do see the potential for a tenth of an inch of ice anywhere from, uh, I'd say, Gaylord all the way down to Fort Wayne. And the heaviest focus of that looks like to span between a line extending from Allegan to Van Buren counties in Michigan towards Detroit metro area, where you have two tenths to three tenths of an inch showing on the NWS. Now, the GFS plays it a lot larger and actually only shows ice accumulation potential from Grand Rapids down to Fort Wayne and it does show a lot of ice accumulations, more than three-tenths of an inch. I'm not going to say it's going to be more than that just yet because, again, there's still a lot of variables to be played out. Um, we'll have to see what the National Weather Service says in the end, but this storm is going to be a rather um, particularly intense storm and one to be watching because that precipitation, how it falls, is going to have a big determination on, on the impacts of this event. So a general forecast overview for the next week um, involves... A lot of rain and ice on Wednesday and Thursday. You do have windy conditions tomorrow, partly cloudy skies, high of 35. It's going to be rather cold Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday, you have a high of 35 with rain and snow, and then it's going to cool down Wednesday night to get that freezing rain potential. Thursday, you're also going to have that freezing rain 
um, occurring in the morning, high of 47, low of 18. Friday, much cooler, mostly cloudy, high of 27, low of 20. And Saturday, cloudy, high of 38, low of 28. Sunday, partly cloudy, high of 36, low of 23. Monday and Tuesday, another winter storm to watch. Could be some freezing rain with that as well. Um, high of 43, low of 32. Tuesday, high of 38, low of 27. And then Wednesday, March 1st, first day of meteorological spring, mostly cloudy, high of 41. All right, stay tuned for further updates on this ice storm. It's going to be an interesting one to watch. And check out the YouTube channel to see if there will be any future updates there. And I will see you all there.